Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Half time still across the country. The second halves will be resuming roundabout now, though, you have to say. Let's go back to Easter Road. Andrew McLean, is there a level of frustration from either fan base after that first half? Yeah, I think mostly the frustration is coming from the home fans because, you know, Mick Montgomery wants to play this style where, you know, it starts with the, the goalkeeper of David Marshall. You have the, the centre back splitting wide. They want to play out from the back. They want to try and play through Celtic. It's just not been working at all, though, time and time again. They're losing the ball and, you know, there are moans and groans around the stadium that are building every single time it happens. Then even the, the odd occasion when they've tried to hit Celtic on the counter-attack as well, those have really come to nothing as well. Only one shot on target for them so far. It was on a breakaway. Ellie Ewan cut in. It was a really tame shot straight at Joe Hart. But it's been poor from Celtic as well, but in another sense, because Hibs have given them a few opportunities, but... There's been no quality in the final third at all from Celtic today. Lewis Palma hasn't quite been on it. You know, you, you saw at times what he could do midweek. He's got a really good right foot, but, you know, there's been a couple of shots and a couple of maybe ambitious passes that he's tried that haven't made it to their uh, destination. And there maybe is a few sort of moans and groans, but not as much from the Celtic support so far. Kyogo hasn't really been involved at all, but that's probably more to be said about the service that he's getting or, or not getting from the rest of the team. You know, Matt O'Reilly's been fantastic this season, but he's not really been involved too much either, so Celtic will certainly be looking to you know, up the pace in the second half because they've really struggled to test David Marshall too much. Yes, there was that one big chance towards the end of the half where Dyson Maida had a really good opportunity, actually, and David Marshall managed to scramble across. So they'll be hoping that is something to build on, but overall it's not been a great half for either side. Any sign of any changes at the break? No, it doesn't really look like it. Both teams have... I think it looks as if there's sort of full allocation of substitutes, the outfield players anyway, out there warming up. So I don't imagine there is going to be any changes. The, the one player that maybe looked as if he could be replaced for Hibs is Gier Tavares because there's been a few times that when Hibs have tried to attack, his, his passes have been way off. He's been overhitting them. You know, they're trying to use that pace in behind of Martin Boyle, but Tavares has failed to find them quite a few times now. I've seen Nick Montgomery on the touchline. He's been really frustrated with that. So that's maybe maybe the area that they'd look at, whether it's maybe putting Eli Yuan out wide, uh, or sorry, um, Martin Boyle out wide, and then bringing on Adam LaFondra could be the, could be the move there. But yeah, certainly... Um, you think that there will need to be changes at, at some point for both sides if they want to inject a bit of quality and of course uh, Celtic have already made that one change with Anthony Ralston on for Alistair Johnson Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy from prescription deliveries to health vaccines and everything in between well Hugh Evans, you did predict before the game Celtic would draw today. You're halfway there, which is a start. Well, Andrew McLean has vindicated every word that I said. He's describing players, Matt O'Reilly, Kyogo, who have been outstanding this season, but who do not have much to give because Celtic were fabulous against Hearts in Edinburgh last Sunday. Even better than that against Atletico Madrid in the Champions League, but have now run out of steam. It's a match too far for them and the bench is not sufficient for 
Brendan Rodgers to make the number of changes that he might have thought were necessary No changes there but changes for various teams at the interval Bakayoko on for Cameron for Dundee as they look to take the initiative uh, Kyle Turner has come on one of your favourites Jan Danda has gone off Mark Wilson oh. He's one afraid, of the reasons so I tipped Ross County I thought they had yeah. a good front line and we're go Motherwell now? No, no, I'll stick with my decision uh, So we are underway in the games across the Premiership and beyond Hopefully uh, there are a few more goals than we got in the first half Because that was quiet, very quiet indeed uh, Some really fascinating results coming in from the second round of the Scottish Cup as well So we'll keep an eye there To see if any of the league sides Get knocked out by non-league sides It certainly looks like a few of them um, Could well happen You're always looking for a team To start the second half quickly Goal flashes wow. With M&D Green Pharmacy And St Mirren have done just that It's Mikel Mandron It's a clinical finish It's a really bad mistake though From James Brown He won't want to see it again Mikel Mandron won't care He picked up the finish And makes it St Mirren 2 St Johnston nil. Well Who among us would tip St Johnston To get anything out of that game now They've only scored 3 goals As the Dazzler said In 8 league games uh, So they're not going to find 3 In half a game uh, So They are in deep deep bother They will in all probability go down They Are in trouble And St Mirren are flying Great start to the second half Exactly what you want You've got to say St Mirren going forward this season Real threat Mandron being a decent signing To spearhead the front line And I'm with you You cannot see St Johnson Coming back from that I know they've got Stevie May on the bench um, And Chris Kane's on there also But Those two haven't been firing this season So no reason to believe That they can come on and change the game You just wonder how they can Turn the season round no. Because there's, at this moment in time, there's no hope for them at all. They're not scoring goals. They're leaking goals. Um, they're not playing with any confidence. Um, and they're not getting any wins. So it's not looking too good for the pair side. It is not. Let's do this, though. Let's see if we can get any early winners on the second half teaser. The second half teaser with the Scottish slash football for the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Alan McGregor and Chris Commons. I'd been managed by Nigel Clough and Alan Johnston. During my time in Scotland, I was once named the Premiership Player of the Month and I played at a World Cup. Who am I? Played alongside Alan McGregor and Chris Commons. Been managed by Nigel Clough and Alan Johnston. During my time in Scotland, I was once named the Premiership Player of the Month and I played at a World Cup. Good question And I have to say I've been scrambling around To find out which Department of football Trivia Gordon Dale is good at But he's good at these He mm, is good at the, the good second at half tease Of the who am I I must admit So let's see what you can come up with Your t- challenge is Firstly to beat Gordon Dale And also to beat everyone else Take those clues in Give us your answer Put it down at Clyde SSB If you want to see the question written down You can do that there On Twitter as well That's us only just underway at Easter Road actually oh. So for anyone thinking It's been a bit quiet Well that's why Well the Celtic fans uh, Will be expecting better Of their side But you know They're human beings And I think they are Verging on exhaustion By the sound of it today uh, So 
Hibs will never have a better chance well, you say that, but they need to actually threaten. Yeah. You know, the, the Hibs... The, listen, it's nice that they, they want to play, but if you keep giving the ball away at the edge of your 18-yard box, if you're coming up against even a Celtic side who are a bit leggy, you're eventually going to get punished. So they need to create something. The home fans will be rightly telling them that, I think. Um, and if they keep making mistakes, I believe Celtic will get the breakthrough. Well, they certainly look the most likely, uh, albeit in a less than convincing or less than what we got here. A dangerous pass from Miller, but Ewan's touch is too heavy to get the shot away, so it's better territory from Hibbs, but still nothing really uh, in terms of causing trouble. Have you got an answer for that question, Gordon? No, You're I'm usually sure. straight yeah, out of the box I'm, on it's it. Quite, it's quite difficult. I'm trying to break it all down into my segments here. He's got tactics Yeah I've got tactics For the who am I Good on you Thank you It's not working But I've got good (laughs) What about your um, How did you feel on Wednesday night Because obviously Wednesday night's Bath night isn't it Yeah So I know you'll always have us on the podcast Mm -hmm. You'll probably get the TV on No listen you Six o'clock I have the hot water just Bing What did you make of your um, (laughs) And I go with the toe Listening Whoever's on What did you make of your esteemed colleague there Making his big TV Debut, did you see him? He was in the oh, Sky Sports hi. News studio. Uh, How do you like that? Keeping the nation informed about Celtic yeah. against Atletico Madrid. Yeah, yeah I've got to say, Some right. Some good feedback from the, London. Uh, the, yeah, the cream jacket on. I thought you were going for a night out. Uh, you were certainly, like your two cheeks were rubbed together with your face. Um, and the big hair up, obviously, get done makeup. Did you get the makeup on? No, no, that's my normal face. Yeah. Not very good. <laughs> well, that would be in the week, though, isn't it? It wasn't very good, was it? Um, what colour would we describe the jacket as? Uh, cream. Stone. Cream. Stone. I think it's a stone colour jacket. Television choice. You know what? I had a black jacket and I had a stone colour uh-huh. jacket, and Leanne wasn't in when I left, so she would usually say what looks alright, but she wasn't uh. in, so I, I chose myself. I thought it went down nicely against the blue black uh, backdrop. Because yeah. we put uh, we put a picture on Twitter, or I put one on my Instagram. Sorry, um, we put some Twitter. You were getting you were getting Rick Astley. Well, shouts. you know, uh, you know yourself, Gordon. When you're in that position in front of the camera and you're trying to concentrate, but your phone's maybe just to the left of I you, was going and phone you, instantly <laughs> you see it lighting up, and you think, "I wonder what's happened." Yeah. And you see you have put on something. I saw someone did say Rick Astley. I like that. Um, I'll take oh, Rick Astley all day long. Do you know what my favourite shout was though? Huh. Fran Alonso. People were saying that. <laughs> Fran Alonso with a, with a white jacket. Ah, well, I thought. It was a wee bit too much just for a Wednesday night for Sky Sports. That was Come nice, on. wasn't it? That was that was <sighs> lovely. It was a nice look, smart but casual. I was told. So Liam scales goes into the book. A heavy challenge on Lewis Miller. Another VAR check for a Motherwell penalty. Oh. No penalty. Do you not know think wow. you should like just get given one? You know, after it's like three checks. Like in boxing, he one should be knocked down so many yeah. times. It's game over. But it just tells me that. You know, there's confusion, wholesale confusion. That's the fourth VAR check of that particular yeah. game. Listen, it sounds chaotic, but at the same time, it's what it's here for. It's there to be checked, and if yeah. they're not penalties, they're not penalties. Um, Zach Rudden goes round the goalkeeper for Dundee, but the shot is wide of the post. So we've got a kind of lively-ish start to the the second halves, but still nothing really in terms of further goal-scoring action. Just that Saint Mirren goal; they've started the second half. It's the dream, isn't it? You're one nil up. Go and kill that game, Hugh. Because yeah. you know, well, some miracles happen, but it's very unlikely that St. Johnson come back no, from this it, point. 
if there is a third goal in the match it will be for St Mirren not for St Johnston they're in trouble uh, I, I don't know how they get out of the trouble um, you know, I thought that the decision to play Nicky Clark after a 10 month absence was like a gambler chasing his losses it's Stephen McLean the manager saying I've got nothing else for it I'll just need to throw him in see if he can get me a goal and it's not working can't disagree with that uh, but all credit to St Mirren I think everybody fancied them today at home sitting there third in the league having a terrific season good players defensively not bad as well a um, lot of talent in that team well organised good manager and uh, the, the Paisley guys are certainly enjoying their football I was just reading the uh, the responses to the tweet that we put up about you looking like Rick Astley on oh, Sky yeah, the like Rick um, Hoop, he was good at Glastonbury. Hoop huh? 67 says Astley has better knowledge of Scottish football. He <laughs> 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 might not be wrong. Raymond Maxwell saying the exact same thing. Um, yeah, and there's a lot given it the old sort of never going to give you up type mm. pun. Yeah, Lone Celt. Shame he can't say never going to let you down though. <laughs> <laughs> Why have I let him down? I don't know. Yeah. He's a Celtic fan. All oh, right. Okay. Mm. Rick Rick Gastly says Fraser Wisher I like Gastly. it Halloween Fraser joke. Don't have a go at me Just because Daz Has a go at you yeah. I, I have nothing to do with this I'm just glad That you should have, have you still not got The second half teaser yet? No, no Well that's no, not like you No no You've got any guesses You'd like to show me Just to no, see No I'm nothing. struggling a wee bit here I nice. had a guess But Hugh shot it down Let me see Yeah it was, uh, I had scrubbed it No I went down uh, Well I can't see it Because you've scrubbed I it I scrubbed it Chris Boyd yes. yes not Chris Boyd Yeah I thought the Nottingham Forest And Sure he's played with Chris Commons Isn't he as well But anyway Yeah listen That was a good effort Big chance for Hibbs. Good deep cross by Abita Finds Martin Boyle But he stretched it Can only direct it over the bar From about 8 yards We do have a goal elsewhere though Goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy And it's to Dundee Bakayoko opens the scoring Livy lost the ball in midfield Davy Martindale will not like that Rudden to McCowan to Bakayoko Into the back of the net And it's Livy nil Dundee 1 Well they're proven to be A team hard to beat Dundee It was The guy saying Who's there again? Roger Roger was saying The last one was against Hearts at Dens Park Quite a while ago but only, I think, one defeat in that. The rest being draws. So, Tony Dot's got them playing good stuff. Well, well I think you and I predicted that. Yes, sort of yes, yes. Did we? Yeah, I'm nearing, coming. I'm nearing the four out of four acre. Wow. I, I just need a motherwell goal and I'm there. Stranger things have happened. Hugh Keevan's getting the acre all up, but it certainly is heading that way. David Martindale won't be impressed, Gordon, giving the ball away in a crucial area. Yeah, and they're always difficult to beat at home. Um, but... I just had a, a sneaky this afternoon that Dundee could go there and pick up um, the, the three points. They had a a game in midweek against Ross County, so they were getting into it a bit sharp. So I, um, I'm i not surprised with that, but don't write off Livingston. How many times have we, we, we done that in the show and they always come back to bite us, so still plenty of football to be played. Oh, I see, there's not much I can sympathise or relate to when it comes to professional footballers but Dyson Maeda it looks like one of his contact lenses has come out oh well I can I can definitely relate to that um, how does that happen during a game do you mean just any sort of 
not like knocking the head or rub your eye or whatever. I find that fascinating. The old contact, contact lenses. Well, can I just no. be, can I just be clear got... with you? It's men. It's not. It's not fascinating in any way. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I, well, I you just... always carry spares, or do Why? you? Well, it's it's funny funny that, obviously, I get, what while you're playing? No, you just now. Have you got contacts in just now? Yes. What 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 are you not getting about? Because this? I, I wouldn't like to put my finger in my eye. Yeah, but everybody Constantly. says that. You get used to it. Yeah, don't put your finger in your no, eye. No, you get used to it. Yeah, and you yeah. have to take them out. Well, this is, is a good point, right? Because it depends. Obviously, some people wear the dailies, some the monthlies, and I would never need to. Ca- I wear monthlies. Would never need to carry extras. But I do wonder if I was a professional footballer, would I? I'll never forget the day that I got a lift home from Petodre. And somebody had contacts in driving. Oh, I that's never, right. You wore my wife's contacts by accident. I've never Can seen any of this before in my life. <laughs> if, any, if, any, if any law enforcement <laughs> <laughs> listening, honestly, I've never. I could not get that. <laughs> so I they prescribed to you personally. Obviously. It's not just, just a one pick fit. up a random oh, set. He picked up his missus. Yeah. Aye. Sitting there, oh, mother. Not strong enough for me. Oh, right. That, that must be okay. Do you wear them in the shower? Uh, yeah, yeah. Why? Who, do you like, not need to check out when you're wearing the stuff? It's just fascinating. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever need contacts uh, or, or specs. You always get that excuse. I didn't have my contacts in uh, there. We are. Oh, <laughs> hold on. Drama, drama, drama with one of these. The AR Review with MD Green Pharmacy. Willie Collum's gone to the screen and that goal has been disallowed. It's living ill. Dundee nil. Dyson Maida has got a spare contact lens that has gone in. He's good. He's fine. He's continuing and we're goalless. We are, we've got... Dundee goal was five minutes ago. Yeah. We're struggling enough to come up with goals here at the moment without any getting chopped off, but there we go. But I agree with the Dazzler. That, that was a long, long time before... Willie, the controversy column yeah, went cu- to the machine. Yeah, I think a couple of, about two and a half, three minutes all in, I think. Something like See, that. See, they're thinking up ways to rule out mm. goals. Yeah. The, the, the game is shot mm. to pieces with this rubbish. See, the thing is, I obviously agree with that sentiment in the sense that, I mean, I could have smashed the telly on the Scotland Spain <laughs> night and all that stuff. You don't even know if that was the right decision to rule that out. So I wonder if people do need to just chill a little bit. What, because it could be the goal that sends Livy down and it's given incorrectly. So if it's, you know, if it's there yeah. for that purpose. But then they're sitting there. We'll find out the exact length of time it took between that happening and uh, Willie Collin going to the monitor. But yeah. it, it just strikes After me After my game last night, Hugh, the referee came up to me and said, uh, I listened to the show... And who's on the night? Is it Hugh? And he said, that show though, all you do, especially Hugh, is have a court referees, referees this, referees yeah, that, VR. I, agree I hope it's not a pattern of things to come where I'm getting stuck. couple of changes for Celtic. Uh, Paolo Bernardo and Dyson Maida off. James Forrest and David Turnbull on. Well, in the case of Dyson Maida, nothing to do with these contact lenses. When when he what a waste of time having to put the spare one back in if he was coming off, so he could see his number when it gets put up. (laughs) When Dyson Maida looks tired at the end of a match, you know that he has run until he could run no more. Uh, So it's definitely fatigue where Maida is concerned. it's a problem and David Turnbull is now at the stage where he's coming in out of Siberia uh, so it'd be a very good afternoon for him to show 
Brendan Rodgers There's still something there to invest in I thought Turnbull was a funny one in midweek but The way he started the season The way Brendan Rodgers gave him His first start and how he took it And then just drifted a bit Into obscurity But he's still a, a good enough player To be involved in Wednesday night And be put on at some stage <laughs> yeah, because I suppose I know midfielders do different profiles, but was it Rotterdam that and that's early in the season? Holmes given the nod yeah. to go on, he yeah. then gets sent off. I mean, Iwata was on last week, which, which so worked out. How do you take a step back to that extent? Mm. You know, it's it's a strange one, but he's on now. Chance for Ross County. Simon Murray flicked a turner shot towards the goal. It was unlucky. It sort of hit Liam Kelly, and then the keeper fell on the ball. So still goalless there. Um, however, Gordon DL has got the answer to the yes, teaser Yes, he has I broke it all down, I took my time I played through the lines I got there in front of goals Tapped it in do you, want, do you want to see it or do you want to still play? Uh, no, I'll still play I'll still play You sure? Aye. Okay Well, do get three columns Put it all down And then you can fit I can't the believe you've got an actual thought process Yeah, that's the way you do it It just doesn't strike me as something you would do mm. But there we go uh, keep your guesses coming fit. Let's do some wrong ones here Read the question please Okay I have played alongside Alan McGregor And Chris Commons I've been managed by Nigel Clough And Alan Johnston During my time in Scotland I was once named The Premiership Player of the Month And I played at a World Cup Who am I? I told you it wasn't him David thinks it is Jason Cummings It's not Lewis thinks it's Colin Hendry No and George Buckin thinks it might be Russell Latapy. Think again. Mm. Russell Latapy playing with Chris Commons. That'd be an yeah. idea. Three columns, that's all you have to do. Just narrow it down. Mm-hmm. The ponytailless Stevie May has come on in Perth to show off his new hairdo. I don't know if anything will happen on the pitch because they're 2 0 down. Against a pretty good St Mirren team But there we are He is on nevertheless Well see Stephen McLean the manager Is a gambling man Chasing his losses He's got to try anything He's tried Nicky Clark Not happening Now Stevie May He's just A man At the end of his tether I was going to say Obviously Ange Ball Is not missing Harry Kane Another win no. last night And they go top Sorry, stay top of the English Premier League. However, Harry Kane has scored from his own half oh. for Bayern Munich this afternoon. The move popped been, up on my Twitter feed. It's one of those transfers where the move has been wonderful for Harry Kane, who's scoring for fun in the Bundesliga, and wonderful for Ange Postecoglou because even without Harry Kane, he's now five points clear at the top of the English Premier League. Astonishing! I, I would love to see, and it will never ever be repeated. A man who wins the Scottish Premiership one season and the mm. English Premier League the following season. Mm. It will never, ever be done again. Bayern only won 8 0 though today, oh, so well. maybe they are. 8 0. 8 0. Ah, got another goal to tell you about. Goal flashes with MD Green Pharmacy. Ross County have taken the lead at Fir Park. It's Motherwell 0, Ross County 1, and it's Eamon Brophy. It's a low right footed shot, 16 yards out. It beats Liam Kelly, and it puts Ross County a goal to the good. Well, it's why I fancied Ross County for their front line. Danda's off, but I did say that Simon Murray and Eamon Brophy carry more a threat than what Motherwell had on the field, and have been proven right so far. So. All to do for Stuart Kettlewell's team to get back in the game 
Five so, wins, or rather five defeats in a row for Motherwell would not be a good look. Um, and, I, and I always praise Stuart Kettlewell for the job that, that, that he has done at Fair Park. It's been amazing, but he has hit a slump. Hold that, there's a check. Oh, oh no. Uh, has there ever been a game that there's so, been so many VAR checks this season in like Fir Park? Uh, no, the goal stands. There you go. You're yeah. okay. Oh. Check for a handball in the build-up. Well, has to be done, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a funny old season for Motherwell. Uh, missed Lennon Miller, I guess, in there, but even when he was involved, just a bit of a slump in it. We can never help when you've got Celtic Rangers and successive weeks and you play so well but get nothing out of the game and then defeats either side and make it look worse but it's a very strange league isn't it because if Ross County go and win today the leapfrog Motherwell who are in the top six and Ross County are sitting second bottom yeah it's incredible Hugh but remember Ross County game one at Celtic Park we were all impressed with them by the way I think I've got them maybe in relegation zone when we made our predictions and after I saw them that day I thought yeah there's something in this side good individuals coached well but just maybe didn't kick on for then. Maybe this is them starting to turn the corner a bit. Well, we will see. Still about 25 to go in that one. So see if there is a way back for Motherwell or if Ross County can either hold on or build on it. Goalless at Easter Road. Is that our only goalless game? No, we're still Livy Dundee. I forgot that VAR intervention. Um, overturned that one. So there we go. Two goalless games. So lack of chances at Easter Road that's... Surprising All the talent that Celtic's got in show And then when you look at Hibs as well When you look at their front line Vente and Boyle You know and the pace of you And, and real lack of goal mouth action Well Even, you get the impression of it, You know the longer it goes on uh, You know Celtic have not been themselves Clearly fatigue has kicked in And the longer it goes on That will get worse I think it's a late winner there. Well, it's yeah. acceptable to nobby yourself, I think, after a game like Wednesday. But a team like Celtic, you always have to have match winners. Someday it's willing to step up and do something out the ordinary in games like today. Uh, listen, Kyogo is a match winner. James Forrest, Easter Road's always been a good ground for him. He's brought onto the pitch now. O'Reilly and McGregor can do it. They need one of them just to step up with right, something. But here's another example of O. Oh, He's coming on. Having been rejected until now. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, Damon. Palmer goes off. Uh, VAR red card check for Christian Montano. It was on boating. He was booked by Willie Collum, but he's now going to the screen. Now, here's a substitution for you, right? None of you predicted this today. Kyogo off. Centre half. Scales. What do you mean? Oh, sorry. Oh, who's coming off, on? Sorry, who's coming off? on? Sorry, I thought O was coming on. Who's um, coming? I'll say a youngster, Mikey Johnson. Yeah, Brendan Rodgers so. likes him, Does doesn't, like he? him doesn't he? Yeah, um, I, I watched. He looked sharp. I watched him in the international game. I can't Public remember. Ireland. Uh, yeah, number ninety. I believe he is Mikey Johnson I saw that in the team Christian Montano has been sent off for Livy, and we've got another goal in Paisley. Goal flashes. With M&D Green Pharmacy It's two for Mikel Mandron It's three for St Mirren And that game is done and dusted Hugh Evans. Very much so But what's not done and dusted Is the concern surrounding St Johnston Because this is Quarter of the season Just about gone And they have four points From four draws And five defeats to go with that And they look in bother 
Yeah, it's a real sore one in the making there. Yes, certainly. Yeah, they are struggling, struggling at both ends. Though you know, we're used to seeing St. Johnson teams over the years being hard to play against, resolute home and away. But they've got the worst side of both. They're easy to play against, easy to score, and they don't score hardly any goals. So that only leads to one thing: the position they're in at the minute, and you just don't know where you know the, the goals or the points are coming from for. Stevie McLean You're quite right to draw attention to the Mikey Johnson substitution though I mean who would have thought that Celtic would end up with Mikey Johnson oh and is who's left up front Mikey Johnson James Forrest James Forrest, James Forrest. I mean that, that's a front three you would just not have imagined in this season Yeah you Do you know that's a great that. opportunity for Mikey Johnson right See, never... That's what I like about you you're, you're an eternal optimist I just think, well, have a look at skills, right? At the beginning of the season, we would never have been saying in a couple of months, where do you think skills will be? We'd all thought Aberdeen, Pataudry, and he's been brilliant for Celtic. Mikey Johnson brought in out the cold under a new manager. He's just lined up a shot, Mikey Johnson, and it's gone out for a Hibs throw. I don't think you can doubt his talent, Mikey Johnson. What's what, held him back? He's finished. No, he's he's injured. He, he plays maybe three games and he's injured, and it's not the boy's fault, but that's what's held him back in his career. Brendan Rogers liked him first time round. I think he caught everybody's eye because he's direct, he's got an end product, but it's just injuries. How old is Mikey Johnson? He must be now, he must be 22, maybe. I don't oh, know. More than, that, more than that. He was there first time around with Brendan Rogers. Yeah, and that was four years 24. ago. There we go. Yeah. Well, uh, not far off. You see, when you think about it, still got a bit of a career ahead of him. Yeah, yeah. Can... But he's only twenty-four. I know, but he's not played a lot of football, has he? Yeah. You know, so this could be the start of something new. Well, it goes to show you he's got Yang on the bench as well, and he's opted for James Forrest and Mikey Johnson before Yang. So, you know, Yang started against Lazio. Remember, just last month. So Good point. Uh, it shows you Brendan Rodgers maybe still trying to find a solution if Palmer or Maeda isn't in either side where bad have been out. Who is the best out of these lot? And it seems to be they're all getting a shot at it. Nobody really grabbing the jersey though. Standout result of the Scottish Cup so far, right? And it's not necessarily a shock in terms of difference in division. Two Lowland League teams going at it, but East Kilbride, I think, unbeaten start to the Lowland League and absolutely flying are 7 nil down at Trinent 7 nil. 11 v 11 I've got another goal for Park Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy It's a second for Ross County and it's the other one this time Mark Wilson it is Simon Murray Motherwell nil. Ross County 2 and that could be that Sure Kettlewell had just gone into the book for being over the top with his frustrations and Simon Murray has made Motherwell pay Ross County 2-0 up at Fir Park and five losses in a row for Motherwell uh, problems there needing to be addressed and it cannot be as simple as bring back Lennon Miller uh, you know the, the problems go deeper than that if you lose five games on the bounce a big, a big problem like Motherwell are like most teams they've not got that Van Veen, for instance, what you know, battering in the goals left, right, and centre. What a difference that makes. Motherwell's not got that. 
Mother's not got that centre forward that's got to get you 15 plus goals. Absolutely not. So defensively a bit poor just now. It's a poor run. I think the next game, home to Aberdeen, Gordon, am I right in saying that? And then I think two away ones, Kilmarnock uh, first away uh, trip. So I don't, I don't, I can't see them getting back into this game. So next week's so, so important for them. Can't go six. Power of having two. You know, decent strikers up front does is right and highlighting Van Veen. But I don't know how Ross County's playing, I don't know how the balance of the game's going. But if you've got Brophy and Murray up there, you've always got a chance of nicking something. Both of them have scored. Who would be Motherwell's top goal scorer? You'll know this better than me. Probably, how many? Three, four. I don't know. Yeah. Three, four. So, you look at. Not even as many as that, because early in the season, not most of the teams have got players like that sort of. But uh, that that's a worry for me. Bear come in, uh, he scored uh, Dundee, didn't he, just on half-time at Dens, and you're thinking, oh, this could be a turning point. Uh, the manager got a lot of praise, thinking, oh, he could he could revamp his career, but he, he looks like he doesn't even know where a goal is. You need one. a sat-nav to find it. Good old Scottish football. Uh, Gabriel, who's regularly on the show, he's enjoying a day off. He's a student of the game. He's gone to Dumbarton against Banks O'Dea uh-huh. in the Scottish Cup. The ref has gone down injured. And <laughs> over the PA, oh, yes. is uh, anyone in the stands uh, a qualified oh, official? No. Yeah, you've never been to a game like that? Superb. I've never been in the presence of that, no. Oh, I've had that as a manager and then somebody would come down to the stand and run run yeah. the line so and they would be the, the manager. Go on, yeah, because they don't have fourth officials yeah. at that at that level, do right. they? But here's uh-huh. the thing: how could you ever trust anybody? Did they carry a wee card like a driving license with ah, them to say, "Look, I, I'm a I'm a registered official"? Because what's to stop mm-hmm. any numpty just saying? By the way, I've had a few pints before the game. I'm just going to say, for I, a re- laugh. I remember uh, um, Somerset. We were playing one day, and the <laughs> said a qualified the, manager. The, the the <laughs> think, <laughs> no, no, they wouldn't think I'm doing in the announcer if there was any joiners in the, the stadium. Any joiners? Take them round and fix it. Probably. MD work with B and Q. I love that because you, that's like a it's a bit of a thing, isn't it? Like over the years, but I don't think I've ever witnessed it. Me neither. Me neither. Never. Remember, remember, was that last season? Was it Albion Rovers? They asked for an assistant referee to come on and did a staff member not take it on and then the game got stopped again. It was somebody to run the line. We were in here. A committee man. <laughs> I, committee man I think somebody for the opposite team took it and then the players complained that it got stopped. But I've never been in the presence. I'd love to be there to see who takes on that role I like to think they've only got dress shoes with mm. them as well <laughs> yeah and plus if I pair of, a pair of Hugh Keevans hush puppies yeah. running up and down the line I, I put that photo of you with a scarf on my Instagram <laughs> first call <laughs> slaughtering your shoes <laughs> <laughs> the shoes are worse than the scarf they're, they're a pair of your better ones as well exactly uh, any uh, updates on the teaser please Hugh let's run through it again Venti off um, Lafondra on maybe Hibs fancy nicking this I have played alongside Alan McGregor and Chris Commons I've been managed by Nigel Clough and Alan Johnston during my time in Scotland I was once named the Premiership Player of the Month and I played at a World Cup who am I? Uh, what have we got on Twitter the guesses coming in Chris Gillen wants to throw in Scott McDonald throw him back out ok you're not you're not far off no. Okay, no. from the same part of the world John yeah. thinks Gary uh, what on earth is that <laughs> never do that again uh, John thinks Barry Bannon Barry now Bannon now that is the wrong part of the world he was from Coatbridge uh, yeah but 
bit, bit far away from where this guy's from, but yeah. here we go. Uh, Big Mo's tweeted in, you know, we discussed that Harry Kane um, goal earlier, mm. so, and it was 8-0. Apparently the first goal came in the 51st minute. Wow. You have to look that up. That's remarkable. That is played. remarkable. Uh, penalty Motherwell. Maybe there is a way. And Bayern went down to 10 men after four minutes. The beat they meant nil with See, 10 our, men. Our league gets a battering <laughs> for how uncompetitive it is. But that league gets off lightly with Bayern Munich. Yeah, Darn, it was nil nil half time. Bayern down to 10 men. Darmstadt then got two men sent off. Oh. Bayern went on to win 8 0. Mm. You're not saying much now, are you, Wells? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> good Bundesliga. Right. Oh, come on Mika Beareth He's Meant What's to be the, He's a big saviour For the Motherwell fans I've been desperate To get him back He's back and he's come on And he's won a penalty And he's going to take it Mika Beareth Steps up for Motherwell Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy Goalkeeper goes the wrong way And Mika Beareth Finds the back of the net Do we have a game On our hands Motherwell 1 Ross County 2 with about 10 to 15 minutes left in that one Not sure where we're at exactly Check your diary for Wednesday night Why? Palmerston Pep Oh no 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 Queen of the South nil Cove Rangers 1 Palmerston Pep will not be happy mm. Don't know if I'm so confident now about Ross County Goals do change games And when you've got 15 minutes to go And you just concede one You're comfortable after noon Loving being involved in the game Winning 2-0 All of a sudden becomes... A backstage wall job, so might will throw everything at it. Hey, there you go. This, you know, Dan that works in here sometimes right. works in yeah. the show. Dan says the only time he's ever seen an official go down injured was a game that the assistant ref rolled his ankle up Celtic Park and you set up Anthony Stokes for a 1 0 win against St Johnson. Really? Apparently. Yes, so. Do you even remember that? Do you remember that? No. No. Not at all. One of oh, those. Was, I think was that maybe my last game. A warm summer evening when the title was wrapped up. That was my last game ever. Oh, I think for Celtic. Are you, so are you talking else, about Dan for Turkey? Yes. Everyone else remembers it with the with the referee going down injured or the official. Be, yeah, that was ra- rather than it you being your me last game. Captain in the side. My last game. Did uh, you captain yeah. Celtic in your last game? Yep. Yep. Was that b- because the manager knew you were leaving and gave you the armband, or was that? Well, I knew he was chucking me out. No leaving. <laughs> I, I wasn't leaving. I would still be there if I could have. Aye, it, it kind of told me you're not getting a new contract. Who, who, but who freed you from Celtic? Tracking? Lenny. Lenny? Ah, huh? oh, good on him. I love that. I love Lenny. Aye, he's honest. He, he, didn't, he didn't beat about the bush with the, the wording of it. He didn't build well, up. Did they pull you in office and say, Mark? Shadow is coming in to play right back. He didn't even gaze that. He just says, "I'm not getting a new contract." I'd love to have been there. Okay, Elgin City. I know they're toiling in League Two, but they're playing Genefield Swifts in the Scottish Cup, and they are six nil down. My goodness, how does that happen? I don't know how that happens. Really, you know, it shouldn't happen. It's making a mockery of our, wow. our leagues. The Scottish Cup. Where's the Swifts from then? Where Perth, are Perth? Newton, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got a. They've got the full Well they've got the full Kind of academy set up From young kids All the way through One of the kind of Club set up So it'd be decent Hold on a minute Got one of these Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy And it's now 1-0 to Dundee Again Joe Shaughnessy With the goal Of course Livy went down to 10 men Didn't they Uh, As a long throw Just flicked on Then a shot from Point blank range 
And it is 1-0 to Tony Doherty's side A near post finish And maybe that will be that Deserved That'll be some result for Dundee As I say, building on good work over the past 5-6 weeks Only lost one game in that period Good few draws in there And a win away at Livy Is always welcomed by any team And includes Celtic and Rangers in that So well done Tony Dock if it stays that late Definitely have to be impressed with that start to the season, Hugh. Yeah, but you know, we we talk about David Martindale and the job that he's done at Libby and every word of it, the praise he gets, thoroughly deserved. But inevitably, there was going to come a time when it would go a bit wobbly, and I think it's wobbling now. Um, you know, Dundee VAR check for offside. Oh, no, oh yes. no. Wait, f- wait five minutes before you start talking. We'll just have to wait and see. Hold that thought. Um, Surely this time it's gone quiet at Easter Roads. Is this is you right? Is I, it? I, I'm giving nil I'm, nil written all over this. I'm giving that man all the credit or in the world. Can Hibs nick it? Well, there's more chance of Hibs doing it. Is there though? Yeah, I think so. Lafondra uh, mm. scores goals wherever he's been all his life. Uh, and I go back to the point Celtic are finished up with a front three Goal given this time, sorry yep. Celtic are finished up with a front three of Mikey Johnson O mm. and Jamesy Forrest I mean I disagree with it's that It's just too. tough though, isn't it, right? Because I know what you're saying But if you had you take a point Those three would probably still get a game for Hibs though, wouldn't they? Yeah. But that, Maybe know, not it, over Martin Boyle, to be fair but. but Celtic will drop points today And Rangers will play tomorrow And the, the top of the league will be down to two points by tomorrow so Rangers won't have a hangover for Thursday? No, not at all. And they're playing Hearts. Which means... Uh, you know, Celtic will get a point today and that would be eight. Uh-huh. And if Rangers win tomorrow, five. that's it down to five. I yeah. beg your pardon, five. Uh, goal at Fir Park. County were 2-0 up. Oh. Motherwell pulled one back. Goal flashes. With M&D Green Pharmacy But it's Ross County who score again Victor Latoury 3-1 now And surely the three points heading back up the A9 A9 You're usually the man for the rules Come on Try to think where it was He ran past Gent The first shot saved by Kelly But the rebound into the empty net And that will be that you have to imagine Oh yeah Counter attack probably Mother will throw everything at it Trying to give that equaliser Quite rightly so They're at home But uh, Ross County Well done Mark uh, Predicted that At the beginning of the The programme Good three points for Ross County And Malcolm Mackay But yeah. Disappointing for the Steelmen well, Mikey and Johnson nearly fires one Into the top corner But it's saved by David Marshall And we've got another goal Where is it though? Goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy It's Dundee again And more surprisingly It's Joe Shaughnessy again Who had him on a hat-trick With a few minutes to go A finish at the back post Dundee 2-0 up At Livy Looking good The away teams are enjoying A, a couple of those fixtures today um, And uh, what a win that's going to be For Dundee We had a hat-trick last week With, with Kevin Holt Centre-half yeah. Can Shaughnessy Add to that Great time to get a double That's a great three points Oh that could be A vital late one there Air United nil mm. Morton won George Oakley In the 87th minute Massive Especially for Morton Down the bottom of that table oh, How's Inverness going? They still winning? They still beating Airdrie? Uh, last uh, I checked yeah. Yep Morton's yeah. best performance Of the season You've got to say Has been at Ibrox <laughs> Yeah They ran Rangers yeah. close Didn't they? Uh, Levitt and Whitaker on for Hibs Jego and Tavares off So I think it's this stage of the game Everyone just reshuffles things don't they And sees what they can come up with 
if you are Hibs, I suppose though sometimes we say this, you know, can you just go for it? You know, if, can you just chuck everything at it? Sometimes it's just easier said than done, doesn't it? I would take the point. Oh, 100%. I would take the point. I know they're at home. Uh, I know they're up against a Celtic team that's not been buying for them this afternoon. But after the last week and the criticism you come in uh, for uh, the Rangers' performance at Ibrox, I think you would take a point and be happy. Assistant referee Chris Gentles is now in charge at Dumbarton and a member of the crowd uh-huh. is running the mm. line. That's right, hold on. Like are they, they kitted out? Did they go in and no, get changed or the end No, I think, I don't know, just a, with a Hayley Hansen jacket on. Casual wear on. Because <laughs> surely they've not got time to go in and get changed. The Gabriel, uh, come on. Get I Gabs mean, to get a picture of and, that. And bearing in mind, they are in the process, Dumbarton, of going out the cup to Banks of D. Oh. Dodgy decision home. Coming their way then Right Gabs needs to send in a picture I want to see someday Just with her jeans on yeah. A jacket With a, with a flag Signage <laughs> <laughs> Just do the hospitality <laughs> Amazing Scottish football Can we try and track that person down And get them on the get show on, on the Monday phone. night Is it Adam Barton yeah yes. That's where Yeah that's the place I got locked in That was a Nightmare Yeah so we'll see Right we're into late Drama territory If we're going to get A goal at Easter Road It will surely be the winner Although You might have said that At Fir Park A couple of weeks ago When it looked exactly Like this actually Very much mm. so um, That doesn't necessarily mean It's going to happen again But um, Just a reminder Oh hold on a minute I've just discovered That the highlights Of Partick Thistle Under 18's 3-1 win Against Ross County Are on Oh it's so on, on I. Social oh, media And you know what That's That's part of the role I need to set up that camera. I need to. Okay. I need to mm. download the action. Uh, yeah. You do the camera work as well. Aye. So I've got the big VCR on my shoulder, <laughs> and oh. while I'm shouting, McGee, a couple of gigs. Oh, uh, standing up a wedding, just standing arms folded. He's <laughs> yeah. urging the players to get the ball forward quick. Oh, that's, that's just it. a terrible mistake. You can't take credit for that goal. That's that's embarrassing. No, no. I was telling my striker to run. That was my instruction to the big boy. Who's this big red-headed racehorse? He that's can't be under eighteen. What's his name? But, that's a 15 year old I was telling you about That's point Well oh, What's his name? Ah, yeah, don't want to give it away secret? He doesn't want Barsley to come and sign him I know the size of this kid Aye it's 15 year old <laughs> Unbelievable He's 15 <laughs> Are <laughs> you sure? Well I kept saying to my assistant Off the bar James Forrest Celtic oh. comes so close to snatching it But it comes back off the woodwork We do have one of these Goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy Goal Motherwell Motherwell <sighs> 2 Ross game. County 3 I mean it has been checked For offside obviously So uh, hold mm. your horses On that one But Connor Wilkinson Thinks he's given Motherwell a chance Heading into the last few minutes um, But we'll wait and see What about this one Goal Flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy I think this one Will stand Anyway it's Good Kilty and St Mirren 4 mm. St Johnston nil. It is an absolute doing for the Perth Saints Delight for the Paisley Saints though And it is 4-0 to St Mirren Fraser Wishart has had more VAR checks than he cares to mention But the goal is given And Motherwell are back in it Maybe, just maybe a chance Couple of minutes left Celtic are really pressing here Hibs are putting bodies on the line though And there is no breakthrough James Forrest off the bar And remember we are a bit behind uh, in that game So there's a bit longer to go at Celtic Park One minute plus stoppage to go at Fir Park So Motherwell don't have long um, We're only in the 85th minute at Easter Road. Road So you never know Three minutes added on in Paisley But let's be honest Steve McLean's yeah, yeah, He's yeah. got the white flag out He's not bothered there are defeats and then there are 
heavy defeats and you know he's starting to move into that territory where he's getting a going over would he come under pressure Hugh? oh he's got to I mean St Johnston I know but they've no money have they they're, they're, they're yeah, to... I understand that but the, 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 the survival uh, is imperative you know they're trying to sell the club mm-hmm. the Brown family have looked after St Johnston for a long 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 time decades but they're trying to sell the club and it stands to reason that if you're selling a championship club, you don't get as much as a premiership club. Seven minutes added at Roger Hanna's game at the Tony Macaroni Arena uh, and at Fur Park. So Motherwell have got seven, seven minutes to go and try and find Ooh. that equaliser. Uh, and they would definitely take that at this It'll feel like a win. point in time. Um, when you see the... the Pressure mounting at Easter Road. They've got a bit longer there. The James Forrest chance. I wonder if that's the one the Celtic will live to regret because he hits the bar from a volley, which sounds difficult and it is to an extent. But I do wonder if he should have done better. I tell you what, the similarities to Fur Park. Remember James Forrest missed a header when it was nil nil after he just came on there, and we're hearing he's he's missed a sitter with with just five minutes remaining. Yeah, very similar. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the sitter category, but maybe mm. should have done better, kept it down. Um, but you never know, that day at Fir Park, there was time left for Celtic to come up with something. Can they do the same today? Uh, we speculated earlier, Hibs would certainly take a draw now because it is backs to the wall stuff. Um, and we do have a bit of time left there. Seven minutes added at Fir Park if Motherwell want to try and get an equaliser in that one. All oh, the Palmerston Peps lost, finished Queen of the South nil. Rangers 1 Right oh. we'll need somebody for Wednesday's show Right <laughs> Anybody available <laughs> Oh you'll be pleased to know Dumbarton are claiming it as a qualified official from the crowd Aye But he Hold would say on. that wouldn't you Yeah That's exactly what Shows I would say Shows your documents mate yeah. That's what I would be saying Do you think he carries like red and yellow cards yeah, Just for proof <laughs> Why wouldn't you Get a qualified official Of course you would Just to be sure Yeah uh, I mean, you wouldn't even put yourself forward for that, would you? See, even if you were and you were in the crowd no, watching I'd, the game. Listen, that's no, your, you're a professional. I think that, that's, that's your calling. Yes, if you've, come, if you've come through the like a doctor, if you're uh, having a nice meal and somebody, mm-hmm. you know, needs first aid. That's it. You what? need to step up. You have to run the line. Just get the tie off. Get the the button loose, and away you go. <laughs> that's the way refs <laughs> used to ref, eh? You with a, the shirt with a oh yeah, <laughs> cardigan, the black right, cardigan, a jacket, over. A, a big jacket, khaki jacket. That's it. Look to part. That must have been comfortable. Full time, full time in Paisley, David Friel. Full time, Gordon Booth coming from the St Johnson end, and no wonder we get two goals for Mikael Mandron, three points for St Man, still no wins for St Johnson, St Man four, St Johnston nil. What a result for Stephen Robinson's side this was. They move level on 18 points with Rangers in second place and seven points ahead of fourth-placed Hearts. Obviously, both of them meet tomorrow at Ibrox. And Johnson did well for the first half hour, but then they collapsed, really, as they stay rooted to the bottom of the table. Stephen McLean's side are in big trouble. The fans aren't happy. Players look absolutely de- dejected. Keanu Bacchus puts him in the head with a brilliant opener. Mikael Mandron then grabbed a double, and Greg Kilty added a late fourth. St. Johnson, to be fair, they started really enjoyed a bit of pressure in the first half, but then picked off on the counter in 36 minutes 
a sweeping move anyway with Greg Kilty teeing up Bacchus and he found the top corner from around 20 yards St Johnson players were sent out early for the second half they must have been out a good couple of minutes before St Mirren players but it made no difference as St Mirren killed the game in 48 minutes it was a nightmare for James Brown St Johnson defender he was caught in two minds across coming into the box it looks like he was going to clear it then control it instead he just nudged the ball straight into the path of Mikel Mandron he guided a cool finish into the bottom corner from 10 yards St Johnson tried everything they threw on Stevie May Chris Kane they did create some half chances but St Mirren were always a threat and they killed the game again in 70 minutes with another Mandron goal Toyosi Olasanya did well on the left he teed up Mandron and he found the bottom corner St Johnson were gone at that point they were all over the place and Greg Kilty then finished off another really flown move at the back post St Mirren absolutely flying St Johnson in deep deep trouble Full time St Mirren for St Johnson now. You've not missed anything Celtic Haven't found the breakthrough Neither of Hibs were into the 7 minutes added on At Fir Park where Motherwell are frantically looking For what would be a dramatic equaliser And they have it Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy 3-3 three, three at Fir Park Motherwell were 2-0 down They were 3-1 down And now young substitute Luca Ross Has poked the ball home from close range you know what I'm going to say. There is a VAR oh, check, oh, of course. Uh, and these would be the ones, as you say, Hugh Keevans, that like emotion, that bit yeah. about a young man coming on and getting the last minute equaliser, 95th, 96th minute. That's eight VAR checks for Fraser Wishers <laughs> so far. I don't know why that it. I think that's a farce. You know, eight VAR checks in one game is a farce I have to be consistent because I want this more than any of them so far to just be brushed over in this goal to stand suppose if you're Ross County and you say well look if there's an infra- oh and it's given there we go Motherwell 3 Ross County 3 what a game that has been Gordon Deal. yeah terrific fight back we'd given up Motherwell uh, put them down for another defeat but that could be a turning point they've got a home game next week against Aberdeen um, so that will give them a lot of confidence great fight back great uh, spirit and um, I think the manager will be happy because he would have snatched her hand off for a point of 3-1 down yeah 2-0 down and 3-1 down Mark 3-1 down and Motherwell are now going for the winner they've got a couple of minutes left to try and do it that would be Fraser Bush will be on the park if that happens oh. yeah, the old Motherwell <laughs> scarf out from yeah. the 80s well, well, you're trying to they're trying to give me the perfect ACA I need a mother will go do and get the perfect ACA yeah we do tend to let people down in that regard but anyway um, some game yeah you find a lot about your players in situations like that I'm sure Stuart Kett will will this afternoon look dead well, and buried but showed spirit to get back into it Malky Mackay the Ross County manager defender in his day at Celtic and he can't be happy being 3-1 up and now he's holding trying to hold on to 3-3 so you know Defensively, Ross County must be having a shocker. Well, it was slow at the beginning for goals, but certainly livened up. Uh, we've got a bit of excitement. and uh, yeah, I noticed some uh, messages flying back and forward on my group chat earlier on. I've got one close friend who's a Rangers fan who'd been dragged along to the Motherwell game today and another who's a Celtic fan that had gone. And at half-time, they were both giving it, this is rubbish, this is a rip-off, <laughs> what am I doing here? value for your money there we go that's the one thing you're guaranteed six goals um, all told not done yet uh, David Turnbull low ball front post James Forrest he's under a bit of pressure couldn't direct it on target it has finished in Livingston Roger 
And it's finished. Livingston nil, Dundee 2. Dundee's first win in two months was sealed by a late double by Captain Joe Shaughnessy. A deserved victory in a game that turned in a VAR red card for Christian Montano midway through the second half. VAR had already cancelled out a Dark Blues opener for substitute Amadou Bakayogo, but Tony Doherty's men simply refused to be denied the three points and they netted twice in the final eight minutes. The win, astonishingly, takes them into fourth place as things stand in the Premiership and dumps Livingston down to ninth. The first half, instantly for Look, McCown, a couple of half chances for the D, and Montano slicing a shot wide from outside the box for Levy. But Doherty tried to crank it up. He sent on back a Yoko for Lyle Cameron in the break, and it was night and day in the second half. Montano ran 80 yards down the left and fired just wide before Bakayoko with a shot straight at Samal, Jamal George Look, McCown next to threaten for the visitors his effort saved again by George before Sean Kelly fired wide at the other end Zach Rudden then went round the Levy goalkeeper but his shot wide at the far post from a very tight angle and then in 57 minutes and he thought they had taken the lead Levy lost the ball in midfield Rudden to McCown to Bakayoko he scared a low shot past George initially given but then Bar Grant Irvin sent referee Willie Cullum to the screen and it was disallowed for Maliki Boateng lying on the ground in front of George as Bakayoko hit the shot, Boateng seemingly in an offside position. Montano then a victim of VAR just 13 minutes later, he was booked by Colin for a foul on Boateng, but then the referee again returned to the screen and he decided it was a red card for the Livingston centre half, he went off they went down to 10 men Livingston just pushed and sorry, he pushed and pushed on came Scott Tiffany for Jordan McGee as Tony Doherty sensed the three points and he got them, 82 minutes, long throw into the box flicked on and near was Shaughnessy the near post to squeeze in a tight finish from point blank range three minutes later he doubled it in the back post this time for 2-0 Dundee were rampant, Livingston were gone Zach Rudden hit the post in 7 minutes of added time otherwise it would be an even bigger away win, Dundee in top 4 Livy in a bit of bother Livingston nil, Dundee 2 and it's finished at Easter Road Andrew McLean it is indeed and it's finished Hibs nil, Celtic nil. not a classic here at all but it is a really valuable point for Hibs and Nick Montgomery and it is another game at Easter Road without a win for Brendan Rodgers the first half, no real quality in it whatsoever, the first real point of interest was an injury to Alistair Johnson the ball smashed off his face from close range by Rocky Bashiri. he tried to play on, probably shouldn't have, looked in a real bit of discomfort and had to come off for Anthony Ralston, in terms of chances not really much created before half time, there was a couple of opportunities for Celtic, David Marshall had to make a save from Callum McGregor after the goalkeeper had passed the ball straight to the Celtic captain, then a wonderful save from David Marshall after that to deny Dyson Maida who looked as if he was set to score after Paulo Bernardo was initially denied by Will Fish, the quality never really came in the second half either but the game did open up a bit and became more entertaining, there was a really deep cross from Jordan Abita after the break, that found Martin Boyle, he was stretching though around 8 yards out, could only direct it over the bar both sides made changes, they couldn't really create many goal scoring chances then one of the substitutes Mikey Johnson he went close his shot was heading for the top corner David Marshall with another good save to put that one out for a corner then the best chance of the game late on it was another substitute for Celtic the corner dropping to James Forrest at the back post on the volley 
but it came crashing off the bar. He probably should have hit the target, and that is the chance that Celtic will look back on. They continued to pile on the pressure late on, but Hibbs held firm in the end. After looking shaky defensively at the start of the game, there were a few moans and groans early on from Hibbs supporters, but they are fully behind the team after that full-time whistle. The full-time score here at Easter Road, Hibbs nil, Celtic nil. And it's finished at Fir Park. What a thriller that was. Hopefully Fraser Wishart's got his breath back. It was a thriller, getting my breath back, Gordon. Thrilling the second half. It was Motherwell 3, Ross County 3, because the first half was pretty poor, but the second half, absolutely fantastic. Six goals, Motherwell 3-1 down with two minutes to go. Somehow managed to get a goal from Wilkinson in 88 minutes, and then four minutes into stoppage time, young, young striker Luca Ross poked the ball home to get Motherwell a point. Not a lot of chances in the first half. County started well. Broke it full stretch, couldn't get a touch to Randall Cross. Ryan Leak headed wide in front of goal when he should have scored. Then Brophy was denied by a brilliant tackle by, by Paul McGinn from Motherwell Coast. They came to score. It was a Brody Spencer header that hit the post. Wanted much better in the second half. Kel Turner was on for Dander in search of a goal. The path game didn't change much until the hour mark when Sa- uh, Scott Allardyce shot a, uh, just about a yard away from 25 yards. In 62 minutes, County almost took the lead. The Kel Turner low shot was flicked goals by Simon Murray. He was unlucky. The ball hit Kelly on his line. The didn't really know much about it. But in 66 minutes, they did take the lead. Eamon Brophy. Onto a loose ball with a low 16-yard cross across Kelly. Uh, his shot, and who got a hand to it, but he couldn't keep it out. It was into the right-hand corner. 2-0 a couple of minutes later. Brilliant finish by Simon Murray. Sharp turn, 20 yards out, and he called a low shot past Kelly into the left-hand post. Sure, Kettlewell had thrown on Mika Biareth, and he needed some of his magic. He immediately got Motherwell a lifeline. 78 minutes, he's brought down by keeper Lost Laidlaw as he ran onto a loose ball. The young striker stepped up to send the goalkeeper the wrong way. But a real blow in the 83 minutes. County back to their two-goal lead. Samuel Flick put Latoury in behind Gent. His first shot was saved by the legs of Kelly. The rebound fell nicely to Latoury, who tucked the ball into the empty net. And Motherwell looked dead and buried at that point. With two minutes to go, Connor Wilkinson went past a couple of defenders. A nice bit of skill and finished well. Low to the goalkeeper's right with his left foot. They gave the fans some hope. But County, hoping to hang on for the seven minutes of stoppage time, were denied the three points in 94 minutes. Just a long ball into the box, three or four players challenging for it. The ball bounced around the six yards. It's a real scramble, and young Luca Ross, a couple of yards out, poked the ball home and coolly celebrated with the Muller supporters. County were devastated. Better team deserved to win, but they couldn't hang on. But maybe for Motherwell, who looked down and out, this could be the point to get their season back on track. Full time at an exciting third park, Motherwell 3, Ross County 3. Wow, what a day. And now it's over to you to have your say. 01419511025. Let's hear from you. What did you make of today's results, today's performances, today's talking points? Obviously, looking at you, Celtic fans, we've gone from one of the best Champions League performances you've seen to dropping points against Hibs at Easter Road. How annoying was it? How frustrating was it? Where did it go wrong in terms of performance? Was it just a European hangover? Was it something more? Uh, what does that do uh, to the picture at the top of the table? Because I know lots of you Celtic fans were very confident um, about simply continuing your dominance at the top. So what did you make of that today at Easter Road, Celtic fans? Give us a call right now. Motherwell fans, are you happy with the point, given the way that it came about, or was that still a must-win for you? St Mirren fans, you just nothing bad to say at all, is there? Are you getting the passports looked out for Europe already? 0141-951-1025. Call us now, and we'll get you on next. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line.
Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here But they want to hear from you That's the beauty of us being here on a Saturday afternoon As we've been for many years As soon as the full time whistles go We get that reaction from you Maybe you're delighted like the St Mirren fans Maybe you're relieved like the Motherwell fans And you tell me Celtic fans What word would you use Because you've dropped points away at Hibs Nil-nil, no breakthrough on the day Where did it go wrong? 01419511025 Good win for Dundee at Livingston 2-0 Rampant St Mirren 4-0 at home to St Johnston Motherwell 3, Ross County 3 And like we said, Hibs nil, Celtic nil. Let's bring in Stephen Who's in Wisher, how's it going Stephen? Hi guys Where did it go wrong today Stephen? Well we've got no depth It's a bit coming up on in the, From the Ange post Cogo era Where we had this Second team on the bench And now we're putting on players like James Forrest Who's getting a pace Turnbull And Mikey Johnson Is it 2018 again? I think there's a fair point That you raise uh, The summertime buy-in Was all of the Projects uh, You know Paolo Bernardo Did well Midweek against Atletico Madrid But Nothing today Um Brendan Rodgers I think was handed these players Rather than chose the players And the lack of depth Becomes exposed by European football Because when Celtic needed to change After the exertions Of midweek against Athletic Madrid There was nothing much to change Uh, And you end up with Mikey Johnson O and James Forrest Now James Forrest illustrious Celtic career I would never criticise him He hit the bar He could have snatched it for Celtic in the end However, O for me is simply not up to the job of playing for Celtic, whether it's in Europe or domestically. And Mikey Johnson, I don't know, a peripheral figure. Nothing better than a peripheral figure. But who do you point the finger at for that? If we're to believe what you're saying, Hugh, which I I believe in as well, that Brendan Rodgers probably came into the job and had players handed to him and maybe didn't have all the time he required to, to put his thoughts across. Well, this process then that the Celtic manager previously, Ange Postacoglu, had, we were led to believe that Celtic were so far ahead of the game in terms of recruitment and they'd maybe earmarked who they were going to bring in this summer, last January, and if you can trace it back that way. So you've got to be looking at what Ange Postacoglu left behind then if we're seeing there's a lack of depth at Celtic. And I believe there is, I agree with Stephen, that O was maybe brought in as a young player who needed time to develop. But we all know you don't get that much time. You'll get time, but not that much time to make an impact. And the other ones are, are just not up to displacing the regulars. And yeah, that's, course, but that's the point, though. It's not necessarily about displacing the regulars, is it? Because if you're talking, as an example, and uh, for, let's focus on that, that area of the pitch, Yang... And well, where's Marco Tilio? Is it just as an example? I know he, he was yeah. injured, but I'm sure the intention at the start of the season was that those two would have been ahead of James Forrest and Mikey Johnson in the pecking order. That yeah. is, that's got to be the intention. Yeah. Well, regulars, regulars that's been in the team perhaps for years, it's their job to displace them for the bench and then try and try and get an ahead of. A Maeda, of course, it's up to Young to be better. Maeda, it's Palmer's the only one. It's really come in. Yeah. And and made a real stance in that position, but look, uh, going forward, I think Celtic's got plenty of depth when it comes to defensive issues. 
Scales uh, is a prime example of that and you look at everybody who's who's left behind with Phillips and uh, Lager Bielka and so on but going forward <sighs> slim pickings Do you go for a European hangover Stephen that old cliche? Uh, I mean you could say that at the weekend well, during the week when he brought on like Forrest and Phillips you thought what's he doing here but it became apparent that he was wanting to get a draw and, and he was hoping that it didn't go the same way that it went for the Lazio game but the day they just they just seemed crap and playing domestic teams that obviously Rangers beat four 0 a couple of weeks ago and then we're we're struggling for a draw today. Just I, I don't get that. There is a positive spin on this, oh. and and I would say this isn't like you. Where is this going? Well, no, there'll be a negative spin after that. <laughs> but uh, the, the Pataudry, Ibrooks, Motherwell, Livingston, Tynecastle, now Easter Road, six away games. And no defeats for Celtic. They've dropped a point today, but that's two points dropped out of 18. Mm. Uh, so there's the positive spin. The negative spin is that Celtic have three more Champions League group stage matches to play before they go out of Europe altogether. And those three matches will take their toll of these players as well. So there is the danger that there will be more league points dropped Leading up to yeah. the game that's most important of all to Stephen, that's a Rangers visit on the 30th of December. It's always going to be a bit of both, I suppose, Gordon, and they're linked because I was going to say it can't all be about recruitment because clearly there is a hangover element there. You look at someone like like, like Matt O'Reilly, the heights he hit during the week, just so, so quiet today. Same way like Maeda, Kyogo, etc. Um so there's clearly and that must play a part but then I get it that's why you're then looking for a, a, a strong backup group to come on and help those guys out they didn't have a spark today let's be honest about it um, but I I agree with the guys when you look at last year under Postacoglu we stood in here many a time watched some of the games the minute he made the substitutions impact right away He's, he got so much of an impact it's not happening just now for Celtic and I think that if you look at Brendan Rodgers, he's probably making a statement the fact that he never changed his team from Wednesday night. Now, if, if he's not getting back up that's good enough and not been disrespectful here, but good enough to play with Celtic to go to Easter Road, make three, four changes and still be confident in winning the game. But he throws the same guys in again to go again. And it didn't work because, let's be honest, they were flat. The changes didn't work. Uh, do you give a wee bit credit to Hibs because they're the opposition they got the point um, but I think all Celtic fans are starting to look now and think yeah we've got a good starting 11 very very strong are they much a backup is that the same view that you have Gary Uncle Si thank you to Stephen hi panel um, that's the exact same view I have um, I think that is just uh, Stephen spoke about there is exactly how I, how I feel to be honest if you look, if you look at the the starting eleven today and the players that we brought on, if you switch it, for instance, like to, to last year, for instance, when we had like Jack Gakimatis or we had a Jota, and to bring on like the, the the squad this season is hundred percent weaker than it was last year, and it is only good for obviously me being a Celtic fan and Celtic the fact that Rangers have slipped up a few times before which is basically let us off the hook but today especially showed that 
And Stephen's line, uh, Gary's line's breaking up. We'll try and get that looked at. I, I suppose also, and this can't be an excuse because everybody has injuries, and, and yeah. then and some teams get injuries really, really bad. But I suppose what it does show is your if if it happens in one or two areas, as an example, if a bad is not there, that's when you then dip in yeah. to to the next ones down. Um, Rio Hatati. Celtic fans would want him to start the game and Paolo yeah. Bernardo would be the one to, to come on but like I say part of football loads of teams are having injuries at the moment and you can understand where Gary's coming from yeah I, I, I go back to the summertime spending it's bewildering Yang nah he'll, he'll never do it at Celtic it's extremely early for that though isn't it well you know he will never do it for me, <laughs> for that's me. Like, I, 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 I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong I'm just saying We, we couldn't possibly know either way well, Liam Scales Like two words to Sort of end okay. the argument Yang Up for debate Quan Where is he? When was he last seen? Anywhere Yeah he is Miles off it Tilio How do you manage to home. sign a player Who is out for the first Three months of the season With injury? No, How do you manage to Injuries do happen Hugh well, no, I, think, I, think gla- signed, I think the glaring um, Gap for Celtic Is that front man I think everything else kind of fills in. Yeah. I think in your wide area, when Abada's back and Tilly will come back one day and Johnson's now in the mix and you've got Yang and whoever else in Maeda and Palma, but all you've got is Kyogo who will score your goals through the middle. Now, the replacement for Kyogo sometimes seems to be Maeda playing in that role. And if it's not him, it's today, it's O. They are o- slaves, slaves to this model that they have of get them in cheap, and try and sell them for big money. And it doesn't work. They, they've had spectacular successes and made many, many millions of pounds. But the Celtic fans are looking for uh, another title, uh, which now that uh, Philippe Clement is in at Rangers, uh, they're going to have to fight for it because he's not Michael Beale. See, to be fair, I don't know if that means that the model's broken, though. It just means that if you're going to pick those ones, they have to be good ones. Well, yeah, yeah like within well, that. Well, I go back to Yang, Quan, Tilio, yeah. Chantilly, Lace. Uh, you know, the the, um, but, uh, the, the, the model ja- is I would say ja- Jack and Marcus would have been one of those. We, we didn't know what Jack and Marcus was going to be like. And for the first few weeks, I remember on here, no so sure. And all of a sudden, he actually challenges Kyogo. But then, if, if Gary's point is the squad was much stronger then, which is right, I was actually supposed to call decision to say to Jacomakis, on you go. Now, I wonder if Brendan Rodgers would have handled that situation differently. I think and ultimately he wanted to go, didn't he? He did because of lack of game time. But Ange Postacoglu is a firm man with his beliefs, I'll get someone else. Now, he's then left four months later. I'm talking about Ange Postacoglu. And Brendan Rodgers has come in. And I just wonder if Brendan Rodgers was at the club at that time or he had Jack and Marcus in the summer, he would have tried to persuade him to stay rather than I'll get someone else in because you've got a proven goal scorer there. What you didn't have was O, oh, was, wasn't he a proven goal scorer? I, 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 I totally agree that they need a, another centre forward in there. But uh, Jack and Marcus well, wanted to play every week and I, I've nothing against that. I don't care if it was Brendan Rodgers whoever. I think he'd made his mind up he wanted to leave Celtic. I think the big problem now is when we get to January, I think it's got to be very interesting because I think Brendan Rodgers has looked at one or two and thought, no, they're not for me because he's putting on guys before them. Now, what I'll quickly say, Hugh, is I know what you're saying about Yang. He's 21. He's had eight games. He's just Uh, over from South Korea. Yeah, yeah. I think we're a bit quick with that. 
Uh, let's ask Gary. Gary, is that the type of result that you know like, worries you generally going forward, or just a kind of one-off bad day? No, I think I think it is a wee bit worrying to be honest. Because as as she said at the start of the show, he was expecting that result. And to be honest, normally I would disagree, but I actually felt the same because I just think like. <sighs> Especially with the squad recently, away to Motherwell, last minute goal. Today, I was expecting us to get a last minute goal normally, but I just didn't feel as if it was coming. But I agree in terms of what uh, Mark was saying about like having an off striker. I think that is the biggest issue we have because when Kyogo isn't scoring, it does during the game. Like when he's not in the game, we we don't have anybody else to bring on, as you say. Oh. But he's a bit part player, which to be fair, isn't he? I wouldn't say that's his fault because it's hard as a striker just getting five, ten minutes every couple of games. But I think that the recruitment in the summer, especially, I think it's been poor, to be honest. Good man, Gary. That was Gary and Kilsyth. Celtic fans keep that coming. What are you thinking after that? A sense of deep frustration out there. 0141951025. And some strong managerial reactions starting to make their way to us as well. Two five, Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL are here. Keep your calls coming in. Whether it is a reflection on today's results, Motherwell fans, I'd love to hear from you. If you've calmed down, three one down with minutes to go, draw the game three all. Uh, St Mirren fans, come on. Think of all the phone-in shows over the years Where you've maybe felt frustrated and angry at performances You are absolutely flying So why not give us a phone uh, and share it And Celtic fans, I can see you out there frustrated at today's result Keep them coming We can preview tomorrow's games You Rangers fans might want to get involved there as well I'm only about 40 minutes late on this, Hugh um, But to put the nation out of their misery <laughs> Quickly read the question And reveal the answer to the teaser if you can I played alongside Alan McGregor and Chris Commons I've been managed by Nigel Clough and Alan Johnson During my time in Scotland I was once named Premiership Player of the Month And I played at a World Cup I am Jackson Irvin Jackson Irvin Well done And the winners are Maxim Can't even read that name That's been handed to me Sorry Handwriting's a bit Dodgy Maxim though You'll know who you are Ryan Gilroy I think In second place And the winner is Biscuit Brownies Well done to you all Thank you for taking part Now I've always got a predicament Right This time on a Saturday Because I'll get Audio I'll get Interviews in from Loads of games uh, we don't have that long We're trying to get phone calls in We're trying to spin a lot of plates So we never get the chance to sort of play it all And sometimes the weird teams Or the teams not in Glasgow in the West Will fall by the wayside and get left out But If it's strong enough stuff If it's worth hearing We mm. will play it And just to football fans everywhere Doesn't matter what team you support I want you to listen to this From Stephen McLean The St Johnston manager Because it's quite interesting It's not acceptable whether we had a good football, whether we played well first half, uh, goals we lose are unacceptable. The basics of football, and then the second half we just imploded. It looked like a couple of the players chucked it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it's my responsibility, but lucky if some of the, the players will play for me again. I just thought well, aye, it's, it's not happening under my watch, so uh, whether I need to play young boys, I thought it was really, really poor. Some of the players have chucked it And yeah. they won't play for me again Wow He's always That is his Modus operandi as a manager He 
persistently throws his players under the bus. I've said before, he seems to think that encouragement is a sign of weakness. Uh, I don't know that players respond to that style of management. Uh, they're certainly in trouble. The results are absolutely not good enough. They've taken four points from the first nine games as a result of four draws, five defeats. They're bang in trouble, but I'm not sure that it's helped by suggesting that players have, to use his expression, chucked it. And I'm not sure it helps to say some of them will be lucky if they play for me again. Oh, yes, they will, because you don't have anybody else. So I think it's an unwise road to go down. Dangerous road to go down. I guess raw just now. You know, you're only 15 minutes after the full time whistle. And, you know, you've got a microphone put in front of you and you have to react. And there's probably a lot of things going through his head how he could handle that. Uh, and anger certainly came out there because he's just came out of the dressing room where he's probably roasted his players. So Yeah, very naive. Um, a guy that is his first job, look, he's frustrated, of course, as he's angry. I think he should have just taken a deep breath, got himself out of that stadium, got up the road and dealt with it tomorrow or Monday. Mm, OK, let's bring in Kevin, who's a Celtic fan. How are you, Kevin? How are you doing? All right. What are you thinking you tonight? All right, I... Yes. I just throw it up to you. I'm sick of hearing about these Celtic fans morning. We're top of the league. We just come off a great result against Atletico Madrid the other night. And they're still morning. There's nobody they want. I remember going to Celtic Park in the early 80s against Kilmarnock. And it was less than 11,000 in the ground. No, we're top of the league. And what do these guys want, man? I suppose we're the best support- supporters in the world. Prove it, Ed. Stop morning and back your team. Sorry for being angry. You can be as angry as you like, but I, I don't think they're not backing the team, though. If, if they feel that the team that they back with their time and their money hasn't invested properly and, and got a sufficient backup team for when games come thick and fast after good performances like the other night, it's all right to mention that, is it not? Well, listen, uh, here, I'm sick of hearing about the morning. I've been in England for 23 years, doing like Manchester, always sticking up for Celtic and Rangers. Two massive clubs. These guys make me sick, man. Honestly, with the Kevin was angry, wasn't he? With the greatest respect to Kevin, what he was doing in the nineteen eighties is neither here nor there. What Celtic were doing in the nineteen eighties is neither here nor there. We're dealing with twenty twenty three, and the, the first two callers were concerned with the lack of depth in the squad. They were not slaughtering the team, but the lack of depth in the squad leads to what happened today. Brendan Rodgers is short of suitable replacements glaringly with regard to an understudy for Kyogo when O is transparently not up to the job but I began at the very outset even though I surprise you slightly Gordon by saying Celtic have been to Petaudry to Ibrox to Motherwell to Livingston to Tynecastle and to Easter Road since the season started and out of those 18 points they have taken 16 of them therefore that is a success rate of a very high order. But today, they fell drastically short of their own very high standards. As for Hibs, I think it's even worse for them because they couldn't take Celtic today when they were A, out on their feet and B, finished the match with a front three of Mikey Johnson, O and Jamesy Forrest. So Hibs... <laughs> They're, they're not going anywhere I, fast I think for some Celtic fans It's like the Stephen McLean interview That it's raw It's right after the final whistle They go there They pay their money To go Easter Road 
and they want to win the game and they come away and they're they're unhappy at the lack of depth but you know like Kevin was saying there when you take a step back and Hugh rightly points out what Celtic have done this season and some of the grounds that they've visited and got positive results I think it's been an incredible start and it's a clean sheet and I don't think it was that Stephen or Gary at the start said that they were lucky to get a draw I don't think they were I don't think I've threatened them in any way they just yeah. showed a lack of cutting edge at the top end of the pitch I think, I think if you're a Celtic fan look Hugh's right about the, the stats there but you are a bit concerned that you look at Wednesday night the performance first half I thought they were terrific but it's a backup and I think everybody's looking at that but I'm not in the camp that I would be panicking the now these are young guys that have come over they've not had a lot of game time they're trying to settle in Brendan Rodgers very experienced manager look you're putting three subs on today two of them international footballers uh, look at what Forrest has won I know what you can say well he's had his time or whatever I still think James Forrest hits the back of net today instead of the bar Everybody's saying it's a masterstroke bringing yeah. Forrest on. Mikey Johnston's a republic. So it's, it's not. It's not even because the problem with this, right? It's going to feel unfair on James Forrest. I don't think it's even about James Forrest because you're mm. right. He's won loads, but the Celtic fans want to feel like it's constantly moving forward. That's constantly looking forward. James Forrest and Mikey Johnson are not looking forward. I think that's the problem. And it's in it, the eyes it, of the Celtic fans. Well, I think factually. Yeah, but, but Brendan Rodgers must think there's still things to offer. Compared to the other players in the yeah, building, well, yeah, that's a but, different but thing. The, the other players in the building, there's a lot of them probably... Because you can not, only play what you've got there. Yeah, they've not hit the ground running, we know that. Um, but there's still a bit of... T- What's going to be interesting for Brendan Rodgers and Celtic, for me, is the January window when it opens. Celtic are always fond of telling you how much money they've got. And we know that they have approximately £72 million in the bank. And I've heard all the excuses about, oh, you can't sign big players, you know, they want big wages and that'll upset the cart. And uh, But Celtic in January need backup for Kyogo and they need it badly. And I still say they need backup for Joe Hart. And there are too many in the building who cannot come forward for Brendan Rodgers because they are projects. Well, but Daz is right. I mean, January is going to be the telling point. Brendan Rodgers, I think, would have had a look at his players in pre-season, not even just now, pre-season. And good managers, you know, get a feeling about what their squad is. I'm pretty certain he would have seen all and perhaps seen something there, but not good enough to back up Kyogo. And every good team battling on, you know, European and domestic need at least three strikers. You even look at the great Henrik Larsson. When Henrik Larson wasn't scoring, who'd they have to back him up? He had John Hartson, he had Chris Sutton. Now, I'm not suggesting Celtic will go and get players of that calibre, but it was enough to take the weight off Larson's shoulders. And Kyogo needs similar. Now, he had Jackie Marcus, I was chatting about 10 minutes ago. Since he's left, though, he's not got many that can come in and chip in and help him. Um, but Rogers will well know that, and I'm sure he'll address it. In January He has spoken to the media So we'll let you hear his thoughts very soon Indeed Brendan Rodgers What did he make of it? Because it seems there's a bit of a frustration A bit of a a mix It was um, We've had some sticking up for Celtic Because You can always zoom out Even if Rangers Because Rangers still have to take care of their business tomorrow Yeah um, I think you know if you said end of October five point gap. I'm sure Celtic points would have, Celtic fans would have taken it. Yep. But I suppose once you're Is in it? the once you're in the week to week, you start to 
reassess The problem for me Regarding Celtic Is that they have Three more Champions League ties to play And they're going to take Even more out of these players And there's no Proper backup. Uh, let's bring in Johnny and Shawlands How's it going Johnny? Oh not bad How's yourself guys? Not bad Not bad What side are you on then? First couple of calls Frustrated at Celtic's Depth and so on Last one feels That's an overreaction Where do you sit? <laughs> yeah like I said I'm sort of Falling onto that um, you Kind of stole my thunder A wee bit Talking about looking Towards the January transfer window and this, this team's actually, it reminds me of two years ago when Ange first came in and obviously he did the sort of rebuild and there were still players there that you were looking at and going, I can't wait till the winter window comes and get sort of an upgrade on the likes of David Turnbull and James Forrest, um, Anthony Wilson, we Mikey Johnston and here we are two years on and you're still looking at the same players coming on to try and save a salvage a win against Hibs. It's the, the boards do have a lot to answer for, um, and like I say, the person who's poorest performance I think in the Celtic um, books might may be uh, Mark Lawless. I don't know what his job is, but it's been pretty underwhelming so far. Um, like I say, I think even look, you look at the summer transfer, you've maybe got two players, three players have came in, it's made a bit of a difference. The rest of it's been pretty, pretty poor. I mean, some of them aren't even on the bench. I believe we have five or six players we signed in uh, the summer who they're not even there they're not even in the squad I, I don't understand what we were doing over the summer whenever we you'd have asked any Celtic player I think they would have said we need three or four good signings to improve on positions which need improving we didn't do that and we didn't bring in any squad depth whatsoever either so like I said it's a big uh, January transfer window for us just now and that's that's what we, I mean I think uh, Hugh said the fact we're five points ahead after having the sort of the toughest start Brendan Rodgers and his team that he's got have done well. We have done well. Um, I think most Celtic fans would have bit your hand off for that. Yeah, it's, it's one way of judging it, I suppose, Mark, because I, I sometimes think we do overreact. You know, you can't always sign players for the starting eleven. It's just not going to happen. Uh, you know, you need a, a strong squad and, and strong options. But Johnny's maybe on to something. If you've got a number of new signings that don't even make the bench on a yeah. match day... I think that shows you your recruitment's not gone the way that you you hoped it would be. Um, you know, you always expect people to come in and make a difference. That's what, you, and you always hope they do. But it, it quite often doesn't happen. And I think in recent times, I'm talking about when Ange Postecoglou came in, Celtic fans were spoiled because everything he touched at that period seems to turn to gold. But you got to remember there was a good few under Ange Postecoglou that didn't. And uh, I was just having a flick through as well there Haksabanovic, forgot about him He's he's out on loan just now as well So he's somebody that didn't quite make the impact as well That everybody thought he, he might So they're carrying a humongous squad And they've maybe at that humongous squad Got 14 maybe reliable ones That you could maybe hang your hat on And I know they've got one or two injuries in there but again, I'll, I'll go back to it. I think the main point of this whole discussion is the front man. I think everything else falls into place. But if you've not got a, a front man to back up mm. your main front man, then results like today can happen. Let's hear from Brendan Rogers. This was his take on the game. I didn't think we played with the tempo and, and speed that we wanted to until the last 20 odd minutes. I think uh, we dominated the game and were long spells in the game, but. Uh, the first 60 minutes was too slow from our perspective. We didn't uh, get them running quick enough. 
Um, and then obviously we, we made the changes and last probably 25 minutes then uh, the, the tempo increased which then pushed them back and we connected the game much better then so so yeah we had what, about 20 attempts on goal James hits the crossbar they made some really good blocks and uh, but we just weren't able to make the breakthrough Listen, the, the players had a, a massive massive obviously effort at the, uh, the weekend but or midweek sorry but we have to able to, to go again, especially with a, a short rest period. And there was one, Hugh, it's just I think maybe nipped off in that edit there, but he also said something that, that you've mentioned. Can't believe you're on the same wavelength. Celtic fans will shudder at the thought. He says, we've won eight and drawn two and been to virtually every tough away ground in the country. Yeah, six away games, 16 points out of a possible 18. That is a high success rate. Brendan Rodgers' problem is that when he turns to look at the bench, the mm. the replacements are not adequate. Anyone in particular frustrate you today, Johnny? Um, I think I have a wee bit of um, sympathy for the starting eleven when we have just had a tough game midweek. Starting that slow is, isn't great. I'd have liked to have seen us come at the traps a bit quicker. And yeah, obviously the bench isn't great, but we're going to have to bring players on at some point. And I'd rather we came at the blocks fast, maybe got a couple of goals early on, and then you can use the subs and it's almost there just be used to see out the game as opposed to trying to chase it. Um, I think, again, I've been on before and gave him a bit of a hard time. I think McGregor needs to do it a wee bit more again. I, I, I think this season's been his worst so far for Celtic. And like, it's not as if he's made, putting in poor performances. He's just not that noticeable. Every so often, sort of like the season's gone by, he would do something. Um, in a game which gives the players that he's playing beside a wee lift I don't see that from him just now um, it's, it's as if he's kind of I don't like to think he's hiding but he's getting marked out of the games and he doesn't do enough to try and get on the ball and bring something positive to the team uh, and then like I said Maeda is such a hit and miss with the quality he's got um, and so you, <laughs> it's, it's He's one of the most infuriating players I think I've ever seen play for Celtic where you'll do something incredible and then the next touch you'll do something incredible in the law sort of sphere of things. You better believe uh, that Maeda is a vital member of the team and Brendan Rodgers would never be without Maeda so long as he's fit. McGregor on top of domestic football and Champions League football is a never-present for Stevie Clark and has everything to, to do for Everyone, he could never be accused of hiding, which I think is you know you were on the verge of accusing him of that. Well, but John, Johnny specifically said, "I'm not saying he's hiding." Well, why did the word hiding come into it at all? Uh, <laughs> to say that that's not what he's saying. But anyway. Well, anyway, McGregor is not the root cause of what happened today. The root cause of what happened today is that after a terrific performance in four goals at Tynecastle, an even better performance in two goals against Athletic Madrid, there was nothing left. I think it's a compliment to McGregor what Johnny's saying. I do agree with part of what he's saying. I, I don't think McGregor is playing to the capabilities that he's certainly got because he's such a fantastic player. And I think what Johnny's saying is 100% right. You know, and that's a compliment to the ability of Carl McGregor uh, as the leader I don't think he's grabbing games at times with the scruff of the neck and that vital pass scoring a goal or whatever it may be think Rodgers has changed his role no 
I remember um, when Rogers came in, he changed Scott Brown's role yeah. to that more defensive minded, stay in your zone, don't be running left, right, and centre. It could, it could be. This Mark. isn't the same as Rogers' first time round, though, is it? No, this but I just team. wonder. I, I think any any team like a Rogers team needs someone in there in the middle of the park to be ultra disciplined. Maybe I, I I don't know, but I agree with what you're saying. McGregor's not been as influential as he has been past season. Thank you to Johnny. We will keep going with the review of today and look ahead to tomorrow as well. If you fancy it, Rangers fans, would you make changes for the game against Harps? Let us know. After they play. You have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson, Hugh Keevens, and Gordon DL are still with us. You okay over there? Yeah, yeah. See you next time you want to move your mic and bang it around. Just tell me, I'll turn it off and then Thank you, Gordon. the nation won't have I, to listen to I that. I can only apologise to the nation. Uh, so we're looking back on today's Football and of course looking forward to tomorrow as well Let's hear a little bit from Philippe Clement They have uh, a few interesting players Their striker played uh, in Belgium I know him from before also He played in my, my old team where I started playing football And he's doing really well So it's going to be a game where, that we want to be dominant That they're going to play transition game That they're going to count on, on set pieces so we need to be on top of our game with and without the ball. If we're lumping everything together and doing the big Glasgow football drama, but Hugh, yeah. then Rangers have been presented an opportunity today, yeah. which is exciting in one way, but puts its own type of pressure on. If you then pass that opportunity up, it doesn't go down well. Brendan Rodgers and uh, Philippe Clement have the same problem. They've been handed a group of players, many of whom are not up to it. And Rangers... Still, to see the goal under Clement, uh, are far from the finished article. Uh, I don't want to contradict the new Rangers manager, but Lauren Shankland, the player he's talking about, who's been in Belgium, uh, he's not doing very well. He's only scored one goal in his last nine games. So and a good goal it was, though, in his yeah. last game. However, one goal in nine games and hearts are poor. Uh, the, the lead at the top will be cut to five points tomorrow because... Rangers can't be so bad They can't beat Hearts at home um, It's hard to make a case for Hearts right now Gordon Deere But mm-hmm. we have seen obviously St Johnson go to Celtic We've seen Rangers will obviously drop points in a, a number of games But not under this manager so far So um, interesting one tomorrow no, I, I can't make a case for Hearts I really can't I can't see them getting anything um, I think they've got a good squad of players uh, unfortunately they're not playing as a team as far as I'm concerned um, I think Rangers come off that draw the other night there very confident, clean sheet the fact that also that gap can be cut tomorrow you're at Ibrox, front of a full house I think it's a great opportunity to put a little bit of pressure back on to Celtic I just do not see anything but a Rangers victory tomorrow uh, Richard is on the line, Richard's a Rangers fan how do you feel tonight Richard? Yeah, good luck, good guys. Thanks very much for having me on. I'm very positive. Um, I just want to point out, Gordon, I think I was on a few weeks ago and had a bit of a rant and threatened leaving in the WhatsApp group because I couldn't handle the pressure, <laughs> oh, I remember. the slaggings and, and everything else, right? I'll, before I give you my point, I'm happy to say that my cousin has now left the WhatsApp group today after the Celtic results, so that's, uh, that's a bonus. But You're a fickle we'll bunch. On to Rangers. One draw, still potentially five points clear. 
I know, I know. Yeah, some some people can't handle the pressure. I took it all, but here we are. What are you thinking then? Are you feeling a bit more positive now that the manager's been changed? I listen, absolutely. Absolutely. I was I was really nervous about it. I've got to be honest with you, Gordon. I was really nervous about who Rangers would get in. And personally I thought we should be bringing somebody experienced in the Scottish League. But Hughes said a few times, this guy has has got the pedigree, he's he's he looks like he just knows what it means. He's got a lot of passion on the sidelines. Uh, and maybe I like my words here, right? But I'm going to say it. I think this guy might get a tune out of Dessers. And I'm pretty certain I said Pep Guardiola couldn't get a tune out of him. But I think that things are about to really tick for Rangers. And I personally think that tomorrow we'll run through Hearts, no problem. We'll close the gap. And uh, once again, Celtic, Celtic will implode. And I think they're feeling the pressure already. I, I, I agree that they're, they're maybe lacking depth. And, and maybe Rodgers has got a, a difficult task in terms of when he looks at the bench. But the pressure's on. Celtic are full. When you say once again, Richard, sort of implies that they do that a lot, which has not really been the case, has it? Uh, we've seen it a few times. I think we've seen the pressure pressure get to Celtic and they go through wee spells. And I know every team can... But it's as if Rangers' results turn, and, and as do Celtics at the same time. And for me, maybe maybe it's optimism, maybe I'm just being sceptical, but I think that they've got one eye on Rangers and they can see the new guys come in, they can see the changes, they can see things happening at Rangers. And I think that um, they're, they're fearful of Scotland's biggest club. On the basis that Celtic have won 11 of the last 12 league titles, I'm struggling to uh, get to your point. <laughs> Uh, and you are, by your own admission, a man who can't handle the pressure and was screaming on here the last no, time. Oh, we he were stayed on. in the group chat though. He yeah, put his yeah, but, on but, and but he's admitting that he came on and lost his shape while he was on here. So, you know, I, I'll just counsel you on this one. The Celtic have won eleven of the last twelve titles. Philippe Clement has had two games, and uh, Dessers, I would. Point you in the direction of your fellow Rangers fans uh, The jury is very firmly out on Cyril Dessers But having said that Rangers will close the gap from 8 to 5 tomorrow Hearts represent no form of opposition whatsoever I think the Rangers fans are happy with the appointment The manager uh, off to a terrific start Got to keep it going tomorrow Big question with Richard and, and I hope he does but so far, of what I've seen of him, uh, I would need more than the Rangers manager to get a tune out of Dessers. He, Dessers needs to do it for himself. Has he got the ability? I don't really know, because every time I've watched him, he's not impressed me. But a new manager's in, could bring that confidence. If he starts scoring goals, he turns the Rangers fans around on his side, but he's a big, big job still to do. Yeah. Rangers fans should be optimistic, I think, with the start that Philip Clement's made. Maybe not as optimistic as Richard and, and maybe not concentrating on Celtic. I think Celtic will take care of themselves, but Rangers had to get their own house in order. They had to get players playing to the, the best of their ability. Clement has made a good start. And tomorrow's another test. Listen, I agree with the guys. Arts look poor. And in Rangers' last four games there, four wins, 12 goals, one against. So the case is... They're right in front of you But it's another test At an away ground That he has to pass And I believe they will tomorrow Interesting again What shape What team he picks after Europe This is a hard category Hugh Because I, of all You get a lot of different types of criticism But this is my favourite Definitely from Ruddy Who says 
Keevans is giving it the reverse psychology about hearts being rotten. Can't hide his bitterness. That's not how reverse psychology works. <laughs> oh. Hugh Keevans cannot influence hearts by saying that they're not going to win. That's not what it means. But it's always nice to hear from a halfwit. So <laughs> I've got to clear up Gordon Albert saying it was at Tynecastle's as at Ibrox. My, my learned colleague to the left of me the, there the, pointed out. I out. think the city of Edinburgh, the capital of the country, is in a shocking state. Hearts and Hibs, you couldn't make a team out the pair of them. <laughs> and uh, Hearts will prove that's the case tomorrow. It's just reverse it's, psychology. It's not reverse psychology. They, they played against Celtic and were fortunate not to lose by six or seven last Sunday. And they go to Ibrox in a very poor state. There we are. Not giving Hearts a chance, any of you? No. Absolutely Absolutely not. By the way, a big sweet. day for Stephen Naismith as well. I think. I feel like Livy midweek is a big night for Stephen Naismith. Yeah, yeah but uh, yeah, of course. But, but tomorrow as well, if you go, get to that if he yeah. wins though, if he wins, well, of Livy, course. But, off. but if it goes the opposite way and real, uh, really badly, then yeah, big afternoon for a game on the telly as well. Kilmarnock, Aberdeen tomorrow. Derek McKin- McInnes, easy for me to say against his former team. I fancy a home win there. I really do. I think uh, last week's European result, hangover again. European hangover. Aberdeen not travelling well. Derek starting to get them uh, gelled together. Yep, home win for a rugby part side. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I think uh, they have goal scorers, uh, and they proved it midweek. Aberdeen they have goal scorers. Their defending was awful, but I think Aberdeen will win away. There we have it That was a quick Saturday afternoon Lots to get through Celtic dropping points Which they don't often do Which means an added incentive For Rangers tomorrow When they take on Hearts A wonderful win For St Mirren A terrific comeback From Motherwell But they do settle for a point At home to Ross County And Dundee Taking to life Back in the top flight Just fine Another win this time Away at Livingston So Saturday's done and dusted What will Sunday throw up? We'll find out on Monday night from 6. Make sure you join us. We'll look back on all of the weekend's biggest talking points. And the GBX is up next.